Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. We are your hosts, Alice and Carol. Join us each week for your fun dose of inspiration and healthy tips you can use every day so you can live the healthy and fulfilled life you desire and deserve. Hi, everybody. I'm Carol Clark. And I'm Alice Edgerton. And we are here filling you up with your Fulfilled After 50 podcast. And today we've got a great topic on board. Yes, excited to bring you the five love languages. So we're going to just hit just a little bit on our relationships with our spouse and how to keep it alive. That is right. And I know you've probably heard of the five love languages. It's a book actually been out since 1995 yeah. by Gary Chapman. But what we were going to do is try to relate it to the midlife woman. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. We always... Um, feel like how do we keep that spark alive mm -hmm. when sometimes a little bit of us is dried up <laughs> that's right <laughs> or tired or irritated or that's right it's like yeah so you have to learn that love language of your spouse so just identifying what it is and what are the five love languages there are like you say five there's the first one is words of affirmation the second one is acts of service then we have receiving gifts those that like to receive gifts uh, spending quality time together mm. and then also physical touch and you can actually relate these to any significant other or Great right. friend any relationship that you have yep. uh, in order to make that relationship that much more enhanced exactly. And I can say that Understanding not only my love language, but the people that I'm around that I care about right. that I want to help serve knowing their love language yes. It can make the big difference in yes. terms of a relationship that really thrives yeah. and one that kind of struggles and creates mm -hmm. frustration You're right. Yeah, because he has a book on the five love languages for your kids, too Actually, mm -hmm. yeah and learning what your kids love language is everybody is different that's right. Yeah. So you want to dive into each one just a little yes, bit? Yes, let's go. The first one is words of affirmation. This is people who, uh, my what makes me feel good in my love language is being told, being appreciated exactly. verbally. So yes. saying, you know, you look great today. Boy, you did a great job in that presentation last Saturday. <laughs> Did words of affirmation yeah just telling people and being sincere you can't just be saying it just to say it but you know a lot of people uh, even when you're at work you can yeah. see people are motivated just by getting an attaboy exactly. and some sort of sincere uh, affirmation yes. that they're doing a good job they look great that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing they're exceeding your expectations that yes, sort of thing exactly I know that that is my husband's love language no doubt about it hands down because he always always wants to hear I love you and I can you know honestly admit that sometimes I just like take it for granted I think when we're in a relationship for a long time sometimes we take that for granted oh you know I love you I don't need to tell you yeah. but actually if that is your love language they do they want to actually hear it from your voice or thank you for doing that and I love you. Just, you know, positive mm -hmm. words, yes. And I have to say, I uh, found this out, I've read about it, and I've also noticed it, but one of the things that can uh, cannibalize a relationship and really cause some serious issues, and it gets uncomfortable if you're out with a couple that does this, is any time that you're saying something negative oh. or putting your spouse yes. down. It's just one of those it's things that you might do it because you think it's funny. Yes, but, but it's not. It's really not funny, right. and for people around you, it's actually uncomfortable. somewhat uncomfortable. I agree. If yes. you see someone who like makes fun of them or you know has a nickname for them that's 
really not kind. No. Um, so right. if you, especially if you have someone that affirmation is their love language and you do something like that, it can take you a long time to get out of the doghouse and to yeah. resurrect the, the hurt feelings that are, and to heal those. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. So yeah. something to really be careful about in your relationship. Exactly. So the second love language is acts of service. And I can tell you that is my love language for my husband. Yes. That's it's my like, love language too. It's like, please don't let me have to tell you, but please, it's Thursday. Please take the garbage out for us. So <laughs> we right. live like on a long private driveway. It's like, can you please wheel those trash cans all the way to the end for me? Right. <laughs> for me, if I come home and my husband's emptied the dishwasher, taken the trash out or transferred the laundry from one to the other or folded laundry, Quite frankly, it's one of the sexiest things he can you do. Know. Yes. It can be quite a turn on. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I love that. It, it means that right. he's, and he does it without me asking. Yes. So. It, yeah. And you know what? It happens a lot more frequently once I share with him that that's my love language. Exactly. I know. And sometimes, um, you know, I hear, well, why don't you just tell me? Well, it's great if I don't have to tell you and you're just like observant to what's going on around us, right? right. Just do it. But that, you're right. That is so my love language. And it has to be done with positivity. Exactly. It doesn't make me feel good if someone's emptying the dishwasher but slamming all everything as they put it away. Yes. Or huffing and puffing as they're taking the garbage out or something like that. It needs to be done with positivity. And it needs to be done something that, that you're just doing from your heart because you want yep. to. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. you know that they'll appreciate that. That. Yes. So that is the second one, acts of service. Yes. And the third one, I think a lot of times people think this is what m women are about. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's necessarily the case, but receiving yeah. gifts. Yes. And it doesn't have to be some elaborate thing. Right. It could, of course, just be your favorite, uh, for me, maybe salted caramels. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I eat them very often, but that's one of my like exactly. favorite things. It could be yes. something small like that, but uh, that's not really something that's my love language. Right. I uh, I would much rather have service or time together, and I'm being totally honest, than right. some big flashy ring or uh, you know Rolex or exactly. Something. And it can be you know just a note or something if you like receiving gifts. Sometimes it's just leaving a note for somebody or just. Maybe sending them little flowers, you know, some women love that. That's not my love language either. I always tell my husband because Valentine's Day is getting ready to come out. I'm like, please, don't send me flowers. <laughs> right, yeah, they don't, they don't do much for me either. And I have to say, that might have changed when I was younger and maybe a little bit more um, into that. Yeah. Gifts might have been more important to me. But uh, well, I think like our kids, maybe that's really their truly their love language is... Mm -hmm. You know, right now, yeah, right, yeah. yeah for I some reason, they take a a gift, a gaming item versus a lunch with me. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why that would be, but I don't know. But it probably changes a little bit over time. But recognizing that is really important. It is. Mm -hmm. Yes. So our fourth love language is quality time, and I have to say, you know, sometimes I get torn between my love languages too, but. Quality time, especially in this day and time, that means no cell phone, no TV, but it is just being together, whether you're just taking a walk and just having that communication. That's part of our problem in society, I think. Right. 
people stop communicating. And that's actually, I think, my husband's love language is quality time. If, if we are out to dinner and, I mean, I just know, and, and sometimes I get caught up in the minutiae of life. That's oh, yeah. just my personality. I'm very detail-oriented. Right. He's more big pictures. But if we're out and we're having a conversation, to bring out your phone. Right. And to look at it is what it drives them crazy. Yeah, it makes them crazy. So I don't, I don't do it, and it, I've really, uh, I, I don't even think about it because yeah. that's our time together, if exactly. it, at home or there. But spending that quality time together is really important to him. We have this routine at night. We tend to, like, we like to hang out on our oh. back deck when it's nice at night and have maybe a single glass of wine. And uh, and just talk about the day and what's yep. going on and what's going on with the kids and each other and it's just one of those things that's really important to us. Yeah, so quality time is one of those love languages that's so simple and inexpensive. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have yeah. to concentrate because we're so used to being on our devices exactly. or, or running around yeah. like chickens with our head because we're handling so many balls that are juggling in the air. Right. So I think we both encourage everyone that even has kids that quality time with them mm -hmm. sometimes the life gets really chaotic you're in between dance soccer basketball football whatever their activities are that we don't get that quality time with them and mm -hmm. I know that my son he used to travel with baseball so we would go all over the country just traveling but it usually was just him and I and that quality time in the car if you can get your kids trapped in yeah. a car with no electronics that's, that's awesome. the key you keep those earbuds out of reach <laughs> yes. because otherwise you're doomed exactly. yeah but that car time i always did value that quite a bit and then just making an effort sometimes they may not they're busy with things and they might think about it but if quality time is your love language right. uh initially sometimes you have to ask for it and then once that becomes communicated yes then you'll find that it can it will happen more regularly yes so and the last act of service mm -hmm. that gary chapman talks about is the physical touch and I think sometimes when we think physical touch, especially with our spouse or our significant other, we think of it in a sexual context. Mm -hmm. But actually, that's not really what it's all about. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, a nice, like, hug, knowing I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Holding hands. Although... Sex is always a good thing to make it a, a, the true love language. I guess it not makes just sex. the man really feel good. <laughs> and women. I mean, we really sometimes I think we just need to figure out what's in it for us as well. So that's true. Um, but but truly, physical touch. That's mm -hmm. one of those things we really can't um, mm -hmm. just ignore. I know I'm a hugger. Um, when I see people, I'm just one of those Me people. Too. I'll be like a hugger. Yes. So sometimes you'll see people go, oh, you know. Like, sorry, hugger. You have to watch. That's not their love language. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> Um, but definitely with your significant other, your spouse, yes. your kids, you know, having that little bit, just showing that bit of affection uh, so that they know that you're there for them and that you care. Exactly. And like I said, just the touch of your hand, holding hands. Yes. Um, can mean so much. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So just to, you know, wrap it back up. So those five love languages are your um, words of affirmation, your acts of service, your receiving gifts, your quality time, and your physical touch. If you think like you don't know what your love language is, 
or you think like all of those are your love languages, actually try to pick one. He mm -hmm. really focuses on picking that one love language. And so he has the website, the5lovelanguages.com, mm -hmm. and it actually is a quiz that you can take and it will tell you what your love language is. Right, and it's a great way to open up some conversation with your significant yeah. other. And so talking with them and saying, you know, they may at first go roll their eyes and say, what are we doing now? But but you know that connection, the earlier on in your relationship, you can take that effort. And sometimes mm -hmm. even when you're having a rocky point in your relationship, just one person in the relationship taking that time and making that effort yes. to pull you back together yes. can be so refreshing to the other person. And it can really be the difference between rekindling oh, yes. or continuing on separate paths that can end up being quite traumatic. Yes. So take that time, learn what your love language is, learn what your mm -hmm. significant other's love language is and, and really get to know that and yep. then serve that. Such an important thing. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for tuning in guys, you know, subscribe and download this podcast. We are on stitchers and iTunes. Yep. And we also have a membership fulfilled after 550.com that you can join where we do lots of different trainings and that sort of thing. And we also have a free Facebook group. If you just search it out on uh, Facebook, request to join. We have hundreds of women in there and we serve them each and every day. Yes. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. All right. Figure out your love language. That's right. And enjoy. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye.